Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechus Yevamos, Perek, Beis, Mishnah Gimel, and Mishnah Dalid. We mentioned previously that there are scenarios where there is Yivam or Chalitza, a choice. There are scenarios where there's only Chalitza, and there are scenarios where there's neither. Meaning to say, because let's say they're in Erva, we just say you, nothing in doing, there's no utility in doing it. In fact, it's us to do it. So here's actually the operative principle. Here's the general rule. Koshu is her erva. In any case where she's forbidden to him because of an erva prohibition, as in all the things we delineated, the 15 things we delineated in the previous parak, loch let's There's no chalitza, there's no yibum, that applies also to a co-wife. It's all, it's all out. Asur is her mitzvah. In the case where the prohibition of the uh, yavm is prohibited due to a rabbinic law, that is, on, according to the Torah, there is a yibum, there is a, this connection, which we'll see soon. We consider it almost to be like a marriage even before it happens. But there is this connection. But the rabbis came along and said this connection can't exist for uh, rabbinic reasons, um, which we're going to explain in the next Mishnah. The Osir Kadesha, um, or because the, the well, again, we'll also explain the next Mishnah, this woman is going to uh, make cause some issue with the sanctity of the kahuna. Let's say she's a Gioras, uh, or she's a Grusha, or she's a widow, or she's a widow to a Kohen Gadol. Basically, people who are Kohen Gadol, the Kohen is not allowed to marry. So, again, there as well. She performs halitza because, again, on a level of Doraisa, according to the Torah, we view it as if there's a real connection, there's a real zika, there's a real yibum there. But on a level of Dorabanan, it can't take place, the rabbis won't let it, so she has to do halitza, she can't do yibum. As I mentioned, whenever there's a yibum ban, what's called a yibum ban, the zika between a man and a woman, even before they consummate the yibum, we consider them to be quote unquote married in the sense that. The, you're not allowed to go ahead and the, the, this uh, brother's not allowed to go ahead and marry one of her sisters or one of the relatives that would otherwise be considered an erva to him once he marries this woman. Right? You're not allowed to marry your mother-in-law. Uh, you're allowed to marry the random woman who, who may be your mother-in-law one day uh, so long as you haven't married your fiancé yet. But in this case, the yibum is considered a, a wife to you. It's considered a marriage even before you consummate it and therefore you can't marry any of um, you can't marry any of her relatives that would be considered an erva. Again, too much to go through all now. However, that being said, that being said, let's say you have uh, two women who fall to you, and one of them is an erva, so there's no possibility to marry you. We have the case here, I'll try to keep it simple, is you have two brothers who marry two sisters. Okay, all good and well, and there's a third brother. And then one of the, um, <laughs> and then both brothers die. A lot of death in this Masechta. So, and both brothers die. So the, a third brother cannot marry either of the sisters because it's as if there's, quote-unquote, the Zika, this connection to both of them, as if he's married to both of them, which creates this conne- problem now that if he does, actually does Yibam, he's doing Yibam to a someone who's an Erva, to, who's, other, uh, who's an Erva. So in that case, we uh, say he, he only does Chalitza. However, what if one of the sisters happens to also be um, an Erva to him? So the case is follows. And again, you have to learn the Gemara to really... Uh, uh, flesh out this case. Let's say you have two brothers married two sisters, and the third brother also is a sister and is is a, is a brother-in-law to one of the sisters, and both fall to, uh, to him to Yibum. So now the two brothers die, and now these two sisters fall to the third brother. And one of them is also um, is also a um, sorry. One of them is also a sister-in-law to the other one. So you have two, right. You have two sisters, and one and they're also sister-in-laws. Okay. The sister may perform chalitza or take a yibum by the living brother because he has no uh, yibum bond with the first sister since she's an erva to him. I'm sorry, I just messed it up. Just backtrack a minute. You have these two sisters who fall 
um, who sold Yibum to one, to one to the third brother, he can't do Yibum with any of them because they're erva to each other. But what if one of the sisters is erva to him? Let's say um, you have these two you have these two sisters who now sold Yibum to this man, but one of the sisters is his mother-in-law or his former daughter-in-law, so he's not allowed to marry her at all because it's considered an erva. So then we say that then he has no Yibum bond and you have no connection to her at all, which means the only person he has Yibum to is going to be to the um, the other sister, and therefore they can get married. Okay, great. Mishnah Dalit. What are, we mentioned the previous Mishnah, various uh, rabbinic uh, prohibitions that we say will cause the situation to end up in Chalitza, not Yibam. Isser Mitzvah, what are these? Shniyot Hadibri Sofim. There are cases that are considered secondary erva, meaning that the rabbi said, such as a grandmother, a great-grandmother, great-granddaughter, these cases on a level the Raisa are allowed. The rabbis came along and said these things are considered erva, uh, and in those cases, then you would do yibam. You would do chalitza, not yibam. It's a kedusha. What's the case we need to be, in order to maintain the sanctity of Guna? I'm on the kohen gadol. Let's say a, a, uh, the kohen gadol's uh, brother dies, um, and the brother ha- had married to a um, a widow. Now, obviously, anytime you have a yibam, it's a case of a widow. But here's a case where the wife, or the, the the brother, had married a widow before she married him. So this is her, this is her, her second marriage. So now she has a status of a widow, and a Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry a widow, so that would be a case we do Chalitza. Rush of Chalitza, the Kohen Hadyot, a divorcee or a Chalitza to an ordinary Kohen. Um, again, same thing as well here. Obviously, the case here is that the, the brother unlawfully, against, against Halacha, married a divorcee or a Chalitza, a woman who already received Chalitza, and then that brother dies, so then the, 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 other, the, uh, the brother who's an upstanding Kohen is not allowed to marry or do Yibam with this divorcee or Chalitza. Mamzer and Zerintinli Yisrael, let's say she's a female Mamzer um, or in a Sinai woman for, who's the descendant of the Gibbonites, not for now, but they're not allowed to marry these people. Or the daughter of Yisrael to a Nasin, um, uh, which is a male descendant of the Gibbonites, or a Mamzer. In all these cases, we do Chalitza, and we don't do Yibum. I wish you all a wonderful day.